1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Lots of legs here at Super Bowl 53 legs wings whatever sharp, you a lot of sharp dress men yes indeed now i've taken off my jacket because i had to put my sharp dress domenico's jacket on for michael irvin you know what i'm saying I hate because it. approaching us now is another hall of famer it's like a hall of fame what up wednesday and a man approaching us right now
3: is one of my favorite people <laughs> he's a hall of famer let me give him a hug He's, uh, who Tony's referencing, he'll reference in one moment here, and that's, the, uh, that's the, great the great Warren Moon. I see him everywhere. When he played...
1: Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back.
2: that's the real stuff that is the real it stuff is the real stuff Warren Moon
4: Warren how are you man
2: it's always great to see you You
4: know what if this stuff can get me back on the field where I can make uh 20 million dollars a year like these young quarterbacks <laughs> I'm gonna drink
2: a lot of this but you can still move around though Warren I see you like the, you know making the
4: I can move but I can't move like these young guys can well who Ooh. can come on man I can still throw it now can you throw what but 70 I yards I can't avoid anybody
2: right so you're not Patrick Mahomes, you're saying right no. now? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's Patrick Mahomes, right? I'm not even
4: <laughs> Philip Rivers right
1: now. <laughs> but
2: you're better than Kyle Bowler. Oh. <laughs> hey, the Grey War Moon. Now you remember Luigi because he's the guy who that called must
4: you. Must be a Cal fan, right? There. No, he no, no, was. No. I remember
2: we were in Houston a couple of years ago, yes. and you, he's the guy who told you the story about how he called you and he thought it was mom or exactly he, in the middle of the night. And I'm glad you don't hold the grudge, man, or take no, him out No, it was a funny phone no. call.
4: So how you doing man? I'm good Tony how are you? You're None back in Philly huh? Sh- yeah,
2: absolutely. Somebody's got to go back. Right
4: away from the West Coast. Were I you, love the West well, Coast. why'd you go back? Because they won the Super Bowl?
2: Uh, no, I was there. <laughs> I've been back for like 10 years, man. Oh,
4: I know, I know, I know. But they
2: did win the Super Bowl. Now, were you mad that the Eagles won the Super Bowl? No, You're I wasn't. You're not an Eagle I, hater. I wasn't. I really liked that there was some new blood there.
4: Yeah. You know? You
2: just, and great story. And they as, almost as came much, back again. As much
4: respect as I have for the, for the Patriots, it's nice to see new teams win championships.
2: And the Foles story was a great story last year. Almost became another great story this Whoa. year. Whoa. And he's going to get paid. He's going to get Somebody's
4: going to pay him. Yeah. They should. They should.
2: Now, you're hearing, like, Jacksonville because they've given up on Blake Bortles, and there's a couple of other teams. If you're, if you're a team that – Nick Foles isn't a young kid, but he's no. 30, 31 now. That's perfect age for a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, that's that's the prime, days. right? You that's know, the
4: prime. He's got a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience, big game experience, and he still can, uh, he still can do the things physically. So – that's exactly what you want of the quarterback.
2: Plus, he's not, but he's not a guy that runs around. I mean, and the linemen know that. I mean, you could move around. A lot of quarterbacks who move around and win big games. But the thing, the difference is, and one of the things I always talk, talk to a, a lot of players about, especially quarterbacks, is it better when your offensive line knows, or is it the system that they know when you're a mobile quarterback versus a pocket passer?
4: Well, a lot of times it, it hurts your offensive lineman when you're a mobile quarterback because, like, like you said, they don't know where you are. And I, I know Russell Wilson because certain pass plays have a certain time clock that the ball should be gone, and, and that's what the offensive lineman thinks. So, if, like, if it's a three-step drop, they know 1,001, 1,002, that ball should be out of there. And, and next thing you know, Russell's trying to get outside the pocket and they see that, and, and their guy starts to get away from them, and they end, end up holding the guy. So mm-hmm. you, you end up with a lot of holding calls because of guys trying to make that extra, that extra protection on the quarterback, not knowing that he was going to get out of the pocket, and only the only the scramblers can do that. Where a Nick Foles or somebody like that might make, make a step to the left, a little big step to the right, by just a little bit more time and get rid of the football, that helps an offensive lineman a little bit more.
2: And the RPO game. Now, you know, we've had to run and shoot, I mean, all these different yeah. offenses, but RPO seems to be the forte for a lot of immobile quarterbacks, right?
4: It is, and a lot of these guys have been doing it since high school. So, Nick Foles was probably doing it in high school before he went to Arizona, mm-hmm. and, and he did it with um, Michigan State, with uh, Philadelphia the first time. Right. Right? And then he comes back to Philadelphia and he's doing it again. So, he's had a lot of uh, that in his system, and a lot of these quarterbacks who are coming out of college now, Patrick Mahomes, all these guys have been doing this for a long time, and that's why they're having so much success early in their NFL careers.
2: You think the run and shoot's coming back, Noir?
4: What they're doing now <laughs> kind of is the run and shoot, Tony, to yeah, yeah. tell you the truth. They just are able to do it with a tight end on the field because right. these tight ends are kind of hybrid where they're big, like a tight end, 6'5", 260, but they run like like uh, wide receivers or slots. So you can do all the different things in the spread passing game, but you can also move him in there at the tackle and run the football with, with a tight end blocking too. Now, Warren, you do a
2: lot of great stuff for the community. you were in Houston, which is a big town for you, and then Lee Steinberg. We always go to his events. And so yep. what do you got planned this week here in, uh, in, in Atlanta?
4: All the things you just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at Lee's party on Saturday. I've, we've got our, our Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, uh, luncheon on Friday afternoon. Uh, we got the Man of the Year reception tomorrow night. That was a former Man of the Year. So there's a lot of different things going on that I, I get a chance to see a lot of. A lot of people, and uh, the, we have honors coming on Saturday night. We'll mm. we'll name the new Hall of Fame class. I'm on the board of the Hall of Fame. So just a lot of good things going on.
2: Now, when you get to Atlanta, the College Football Hall of Fame is right next door here. So yeah. you had a chance to, I mean, obviously you're in there, right?
4: I've been there before for a uh, awards. awards. Uh, the College Football Awards were, were filmed there. La- two years ago when, when Deshaun Watson won Quarterback of the Year, I presented that award to him. So I got a chance to meet him there. That was a pretty nice night.
2: Uh, and of course, uh, in Houston. I mean, obviously, you still have a ton of family here. You in Atlanta? already? So, oh, really? So tonight,
4: I'm having a, a dinner with about 25 family oh, members. Oh, wow! You're,
2: you're yeah. like every, everywhere you go, man. You have like
4: you should have saw when posses. I was playing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they think tickets are free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only need six. Uh, can you give me four? I'm like, you, know, you got to be kidding me.
2: Last thing before we let you go, and that, of course, is Brady. I mean. Is there any doubt he's the greatest of all time at this point?
4: You know, him and Joe Montana keep going back and forth in my mind. Every time I think Joe goes back ahead of him, he does something like this year and gets his team right back to Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl again. So they're kind of 1A, 1B, and they keep going back and forth only because Joe went four times, won four times never threw an interception in a a Super Bowl. That's very, very impressive in the biggest game of the year. But what what Tom is doing is impressive, too, especially at his age.
2: Exactly. And and obviously, in that era, we were talking about it earlier on the show with Michael Irvin, you know, the Cowboys dynasty era, you kept your players. Right. The the Niners dynasty era, the Steelers, you always kept guys. And then the free agent era came, and it's even harder than ever to maintain that excellence because the cast of characters has changed a lot in New England, but the consistent is Belichick and Brady. Yeah.
4: That, and that's, that's been the consistent, like you said. And, and Belichick kind of takes a different philosophy where most people try and keep their core together. He gets rid of his, <laughs> some of his core as soon as he feels like they're going to be at a point where they make too much money and bring somebody else in. So he's really good at, at uh, the chess match of picking in the right players, putting in the right guy, getting rid of the right guy at the right time.
2: But they... but. I know players don't like that, that feel disrespected when they yeah. play for a team and then they say, well, you know, we don't want you anymore. Right. But they always go back. I saw Vince Wolfork is back you know, and he was there for a long time and they let him go. But when you win a couple of Super Bowls, that, even if you're upset up at the lot. beginning, don't you always go back home and say, this is where it all happened for <laughs> that me? That
4: makes up for a lot because when you're a champion, there's, people can't take that feeling away from you no matter what happens after that. And uh, you'll always be a champion forever with that group of guys. So I'm sure that's what lies in all these guys' minds when they want to go back. This is where it happened. I'll always be welcome here, even though, business-wise, it was probably time for me to go.
2: Last question, and that, of course, is the game. Brady, you saw the last couple of games picking teams apart. His offensive line, he he went up against some incredible defensive fronts. They didn't blitz him. He had time, and he picked them clean. And obviously, Belichick is a genius. How do the Rams beat him? They have to run the football, right?
4: They have to run it and stay balanced like they've been, and... If the Rams want to beat him, they've got to get pressure in his face. They've got to make him move around a little bit. They've got to bring pressure from time to time and kind of keep him off balance. You can't play zone all against him. You can't play man all against him. You've got to do a combination of things and try and confuse him, and you've got to get some heat on him because he gets rid of the football so quickly that a lot of times you're going to be frustrated because you're not getting to him.
2: And and a lot of teams are now afraid to send more than the front four. You're you're afraid to send extra pressure because he's going to kill you. That's when he gets the touchdown pass and Edelman takes it the distance or Gronk is open and he takes it the distance. Yeah,
4: and there used to be a day where, okay, you bring that pressure. Maybe he gets rid of the football, but you could still nail him, right, And, and get a good hit on him, and that makes a quarterback think. You can't nail the guys anymore, and you were
2: the one of the guys who used to get nailed oh back. And now goodness, you see these guys, and they nailed, protect them.
4: Yeah, they. You see the roughing the quarterback he had <laughs> oh, against them yeah. in the New Orleans. I mean, in the uh, in the uh, Chiefs game. Yeah. Oh, that's still a phantom call, but that's what happens. They're protecting anything that's close. is going to get called.
2: Warren Moon, always great to see you, Warren. Man, no matter great where I go, him, you always <laughs> seem to be there, man. I don't know well, what I'll it is. is. I'll
4: Always be there for you.
2: Thank you, brother. Right, Warren Moon, let's give him a round of applause.
4: The Hall of Famer. One of my
2: favorite guys of all time. Now, you're not even having a Super Bowl party here, though, Warren, are you? I'm not. No, he's not having a Super Bowl party. I, go to other I know. I go to other people's too. We need a little transition music because we're going to come back. Still, much more ahead, Luigi. How about how about the the rundown of guests today?
3: It's been a huge rundown of guests. Speaking of I, rundown, the, the Rock was in the rundown. The movie, the rundown. He'll be running for office in 2024. That's right. Possibly. The Rock
2: is not going to run in 2020. That's big news. Right. And we have a minor league baseball update today. let baseball Bryce, at the football. Bryce Harper has not signed. Uh, we will have an update on him not being signed again. And if he signs. Almeida signs will come in and Inez signs, who we got to see the other night at the party. Did you see the picture?
3: No, it's I missed
2: that again. It's an annual tradition. You met her last year. Yes. And there's one tradition. I don't care about media night and going there and schmoozing with the players. I care about my annual reunion and the picture. So we do the 10 years, you know, they're doing yes. Twitter. 10 years ago. and I have 10 years ago all the way up to. So I don't just have the picture from 10 years and then 2019, like 2009. And t- 2019, I go back to 2005, all the way to 2019, and every single year, I have a picture with Inez Signs.
3: And you also, you also have your every single year. You talk to uh, to Bonnie Jill, Bonnie Jill, and I- Holly Robinson Pete, who I've yet to see. I don't know walking. if she's here. I, she's got to be here. She's got to be making her I've seen I've seen more and more media start to come in. I've seen more and more players come in. Uh, some local uh, people. Uh, your boy Sal Pal said what's up, too. I saw him earlier. I, saw, I ran into him on the street the other night. He thought I was a homeless guy. Well, most people do. Exactly. And then, um, but yeah, you got to get that. And then there's, what else is there? Um, you had um, Siciliano with you, right? Yeah, Andrew he stopped on, on yesterday. Okay. But so
2: far today, Mark Summers from Super Sloppy Double Dare. That was awesome. We had the DDP, Diamond, Diamond Dallas, Dallas Page, pain. who did not perform the... The diamond cutter on Andrew, on Andrew, I almost called you Andrew because oh, no, I was ripping region. him yesterday. See, I rip all my uh my partners. Right. It keeps you it keeps you straight, it keeps you tough. It's not, it's tough love. It's not anger and criticism. Yeah, loving you is tough, pal. <laughs> I'll tell you that You right. don't want to be right if loving you is wrong. I hate you. Leslie Visser and Mark Schlereth, Lee Steinberg, Michael Irvin, Warren Moon. Where are you getting that? Nowhere. Where are you getting that kind of quality radio?
5: Now if all goes well, the next person headed this way is Merrill Hodge.
2: Merrill Hodge, you remember him? No, there's Look. Merrill right there. He's Where's Merrill? He's, Hodge? he's right
5: there.
3: Where? He's right there in the green shirt. I don't see him. He's walking. I he's see actually, him. He's actually walking over right now. I yeah, seen
2: him. I know he's him. He's
3: Making his way over right and now. And then
2: we're gonna have to go Australian a little bit too because we I gotta bring my boy Duncan we, over. I, I,
3: I seen him walking. I was like, yo. Oh!
2: Yeah, I, I embarrassed myself yesterday with Duncan. Yes, you did, Tony. He walked up to me, and I was like, I said, I thought he was somebody else, but here's one guy you can never mistake. No, I mean, then we go way, way the back. Great Merrill Hodge. Back, back, back into time. When the Steelers weren't even good, Merrill Hodge was there. Before they had six, five for the, what, one for the thumb?
6: One for the the thumb. thumb. Merrill Hodge, how are you, buddy? Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> it's good to see you, Tony. I feel like I've just clowned mine after Everest to get here for you. <laughs> yeah, you're out of Hello, breath, Tony. man. you got to get some of this uh, Hello, alkaline
2: 88 water. Oh, I, love alkaline. I love alkaline. I
6: love alkaline. It's really important people understand oh, cool. how
2: important. pH balance. Alkaline, it's absolutely. Exactly. You're they do it in swimming pools, right? And yes. in aquariums. If we're putting, we're making sure the alkaline in aquariums and swimming pools is good. Yeah. Why not in Help our bodies? PH.
6: Help your pH. So baby. you're a big well, pH. I'm you're a big mean, I'm pH guy. I'm a, with people. drinker I got a drink problem. I do. I drink. a hydrate. Exactly. Hydrate, so- hydrate. Hydrate. Hydrate with water. H2O. H2O. A few electrolytes to dabble in there, but nothing more than that.
2: So now, what are you up to? There? I know we talked last year. About some of the stuff that you've been involved with? Yeah, you're
6: called football. You're call back for football. season two, baby. Beautiful, Now, remember, man. Mike Sherman and I, we're going to go at it, right? Yep. Okay, Mike's not here, so I can say this stuff, right? So, we go four games. My team went 4-0. and oh. The power beat the grit. Beautiful. Now, so people know what your call football. What makes this pro league different than any other league? Now, Luigi, he's a
2: big fantasy guy. He loves all okay, these so types you, of things.
6: Well, you like but, Madden? Of course. Okay, it's a... It's, it's a it's money with money and madden so you you make money by calling our plays. so you get to call our plays you watch their plays you call ours you call all of them so it's live football pro football what i do every time the ball is placed i put a bundle up on the screen that bundle has three play options fans have 10 seconds to vote okay the majority of the votes once that 10 seconds is up is the play that i send into my quarterback i can't change that play i gotta live with that play and the fan calls the entire game, and we change some things up so now fans can actually win every quarter, half, or game. So let's say you can't stay for the whole game. Now we have no punts, no kickoffs. Once you cross the fifty, you have to go for it on fourth down, which I love.
2: Uh huh. So no Cody Parkey hitting the upright and then the uh, and and then the uh,
6: crossbar. Well, it could happen because see, you you can act opt for a field goal. Oh, you can. You okay. You can opt for a field goal, but you know if you're on if you're on there. If you're on their 45-yard line and it's fourth and ten, you might want to go for it versus kick a field well, especially goal. Especially
2: if you're Doug Peterson, you're going to go for it anywhere on the field Amen. on fourth down.
6: <laughs> I just love the I love the challenge of that's really cool going for it on on fourth down. But um, it's going to give. Um, you can go to yourcallfootball.com. That gives you really all the ways to play the game, plus the app to download, and it's all free. We gave seventy thousand dollars away last year. If you call a perfect game, you win a million dollars. Wow! Luigi's one guy who's capable of calling I a perfect game. So even uh, even if you uh, you know, listen, you just want some gas money, swing by, make a couple thousand dollars, a couple for a quarter, and then Bell. I mean, it's
2: thousand dollars be- for gas money. Yes, yeah, I guess. What money. are you driving? Gas a monster money. truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's
6: my it's my it's my jet that has to take me home. <laughs> exactly. Right. Your citation exactly. or your We're going to run out of gas about halfway there now. At two <laughs> thousand help- uh,
3: So, Merrill, how long does
6: the do one of the games actually? Are they five minute quarters? Are they fifteen minute quarters? Well, we're done in. Um, they're running clocks, and okay. we are five minute halftime. We're done in two hours. Okay. So okay. Um, we move it along fast. But what we did find out last year, you know, you always learn when you launch things. You know, you learn things. Um, even two hours was a long time for fans to stick with. Or say yes. something happens. Let's say something comes up, and after halftime, what's happened to my daughter, she was winning. She was she was leading the leaderboard in calling plays, and the kids had to go to bed. It's time to get them ready for bed. She's like, so she had to belt. Now, what made her feel better is because she's related to me, she can't win any money. Right. So that right, made her right. feel better. But now... Let's say you can only play the third. You get there at halftime. You just want to play the whole second half. You can play the second half. Beautiful. So, yeah. And so you can win some money fun. doing that.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. It's not like Fortnite though. You don't have to play twenty four seven for no, two weeks right now. No. 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 That's bad. That's we bad got four
6: one. games. We got four. We'll, we'll play four games. Our first game will be uh, February twenty fifth. We'll so
2: all it. the games are live. So this isn't a Monday pre-recorded yep. simulation, nope. it's right? All live. This is a live game that you'll be playing against Merrill Hodge. Yes. And Solomon Wilcox is the and other. Head Solomon coach. Wilcox. Yes.
6: Mike. Mike. Uh, is He's
2: one of the original sharp dress yes. men. Yes.
6: Yes. yes. So Mike uh, Sherman, um, is head coach up at Toronto, so he couldn't be the head coach of the of the Grit team this year. So we hired Solomon Wilcox, and he'll take over that team and. We'll get it on, brother. Beautiful. It's going to be fun. We're and one of the other
2: it. things, man, people who don't follow your career, you know how people happens is like, oh, I don't remember Merrill Hodge playing, and that's what happens well, as we all, all get right. older.
6: I mean, it's been a while.
2: I know. So I, I well, can't remember when I played sometimes. I remember when you played, and I remember you, know, you were one of the guys, and I, when I think of people who have gone through what we're seeing now at least become important is CTE and how to deal with it, okay. because in your era before you played and even when you were playing, you know, guys got concussions, and they got up, and they you know go over the sideline. They, we did
6: nothing for we did nothing for head trauma for a long time.
2: Exactly, Absolutely. and
6: you go back in the game. Cost me my career.
2: Yeah, and so it's an important thing not yep. just not just because of you and I know you and work with you, but the fact that it's now becoming front and center for yep. all athletes, not just. NFL players, but all players, even at the at the youth level, because yeah. we, we can't forget about those kids because they're getting concussed too.
6: Well, that's why I went to Congress in two thousand nine to plead in front of Congress to give establish a protocol for all head trauma for all of you sports for ages eight to eighteen because ninety nine percent of our athletes are eight to eighteen. Right. Okay, they're not in the NFL. They're not in college. Okay, you got eighteen hundred and. And a handful of NFL players, 100,000 so or so in college, millions from 8 to 18, and we were doing nothing in 2009 for head trauma. But let me clear something up about, it's a book I wrote called Brainwashed. And the reason I did it, Tony, is because of the mass misconception of this CTE pattern. I was no different than you. I read the headlines, seen the papers, but I do have resources and experience to go find out what are the facts about it. Mm -hmm. And I went to neuropathologists and sat down with them individually in this country and in Canada and asked them, explain it to me. What is it? And They would always say the same thing to me. They'd say, Merrill, it's a pattern we're observing, we're in an observation state. We have no idea what causes it. We don't know what it causes. We have cases in the medical journal they never played football, never played hockey, never played sports, never had a history of head trauma that have this pattern. And I was like, now time out. I only hear it's in football and in hockey. You're not saying that. That's why we're in an observation state. For the narrative to get to where it is, I can't tell you how grotesquely wrong it is because there's no scientific evidence to back that. Once I found that out, I just, I just really felt strongly a book to clarify what the science really is saying, where we are in sports, specifically youth sports, how much better, safer that environment is from not just uh, protocols, equipment, and instruction, but the treatment and therapies that are involved now, how we're repairing kids. My son had a similar situation by slipping in the shower, keep in mind. Do you remember John Saunders? Absolutely. Yes. John, That's our Saunders. Body from- John Saunders struggled with severe post-concussion syndrome for years. He was His life was being robbed from him from tripping in a studio and hitting his head. It wasn't until I sent him to get treatment and he did a cognitive plan and a cardiovascular and a nutritional plan, and six months later, he finally had regained his brain health that he had lost for years. Those things are the empowering information that are, not only I can prove scientifically to you, I can give you physical evidence of it. There is no scientific evidence that if you get a concussion or play contact sports, especially as a kid, you're going to have issues later in life. There's none. Subconcussion is not even scientific. It's science fiction, and the, the, the literature of subconcussion says this stuff. Poorly defined. It's misleading. There's no way to measure it, and until they can measure it, which you can't, it is nothing but science fiction. That's in the scientific literature. There's nothing in the scientific literature that says subconcussions are A, B, and C, and we've done the proper steps. None. So once I realized all that, I, I wanted to let people know all of the facts, and then you do with it what you want. Then you, that let, Wouldn't you rather have all the information before you made a decision? Absolutely. So it, it was really a book to help empower parents, give them all the facts about sports so they're not in fear for their kids. They're creating the best and safest environment they are for them. And we had Nick, you know, Nick Lowry's involved with CTE
2: and a lot of former players are are now going out and teaching others that there are ways, and you're absolutely right, there are ways if you've had head trauma to to help repair the brain. Bill Romanowski, you know, Romo is a friend, you know, he's on the oxygen, the hyperbaric chamber, anything to make the brain heal... It, you still have a
6: chance. You and know what's the leading you, contributors? I'll let that you The leading contributors. People need to know this. One of the leading contributors to all brain health, cardiovascular disease, and cancers are obesity, sugar consumption, which leads to inflammation, drugs, alcohol, opioids, inactivity, age, genetics. Okay? Age and genetics we can't do anything about. And only genetics if you have a, a dementia-type thing in your family. So that doesn't mean everybody. We can't do anything about our age. Just be grateful we're getting older. All those other things are lifestyles. They are choices. And so former players, a lot of players, are being unaccountable for what they're doing with their lives. They're drinking, they're obese, they're, their lifestyle is a, a wreck, and you're going to sit there and go. And I have scientific evidence and physical evidence that those things ruin your brain, okay? Right. It, it is a fact. And you're oh, no, that didn't. Football did. And there's no scientific evidence of that. Now, I'm not saying having a concussion or not taking care of head trauma is a good thing. It's not. Ended my career. That's why I went to Congress. But there are treatments and therapies. Post-concussion symptoms are different than a brain yep. uh, like dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Right. Completely different subjects, and they get blurred together, and that's wrong. It's wrong, and it's uninformed when people talk in that manner.
5: Yeah, the cause and effect. I mean, you it, one thing does not always lead just because one thing happens.
6: Association. With an
5: association is. It's, we'll see, and that's yeah. it's
6: just like this. Okay, we're on a plane, turbulence hits. I say put on your seatbelt. Okay, turbulence stops. Okay, did the seatbelt stop it? Okay, well, if it did, just keep our seatbelt on. It's just seatbelts have nothing to do with turbulence. Okay, There's just an association with it because when you get turbulence, you want to put it on. Well, that's why I go back to all the cases that never played football, never played hockey, never played contact sports, never had a history of head trauma. If they have the pattern, well, we do know this. You can't say it's football. You can't say it's right. contact sports, and you can't say it's concussion. So what is it? And then I'll go back to the other thing they said. And this doesn't mean you're going to have anything. Because a brain, I mean, tau, we actually all have tau. tau and, and they call it a disease, and I always get confused by that. But you know what? Your freckle, that's a disease because it's an abnormality, to the abnormality of the skin. But that doesn't mean you're going to get skin cancer. Right. So we actually all have taus and it means nothing that you're going to have some type of cognitive disorder later in life. No, is, I mean that's why a,
2: that's why I, I when I when I want to talk about this stuff I go to the people who have understood it, who've lived it and then who find out the facts about it rather than just spread misinformation. Well, and
5: a lot of times a narrative gets disseminated because they have an ulterior motive. Follow the money, follow the money. And it's not always Keep in the talking. best interest You're of right. what is really going on.
6: Just all you got to do is go to Boston University. Why? Okay. Um, Tommy Savas, um, the, the, the Atlanta Falcon, that they just released his um, autopsy today. Mm-hmm. Okay. His autopsy is in 2017. Why would you release his autopsy today? Right. Some 13, 14 months later and then claim he had the most severe CT. First of all, CT has never killed anybody. Okay? It's not responsible for any death. It's not responsible for anybody committing suicide either. I'll get to that in a second. But why would Boston University um, launch, let that out to date here in Atlanta during the week of the Super Bowl? Why would they do that? Okay, they are as corrupt as I could possibly imagine. And here's the one thing they didn't disclose, which you must scientifically. If there's another brain disease or disorder, it must be acknowledged and CT must be excluded. In the 110 out of 111 brains, do you know how many brains had another neurogenic disease of the 110? Over 50%. Oh, I was gonna say all of them, but. So guess what? Those are null and void in that particular study. That's why that study is one of the lowest level, bottom barrel pieces of, of scientific garbage that you could possibly do and keep your head in the somewhat respectable category. And Ann McKee, who did that paper, If you read the 90% paper she wrote, these words are in it. It says, caution, you can't use this study that she just did because of its bias work, its methodology is terrible, to give anybody the sense of degree of what CT is, disease is. Okay, what degree, what what sense of it is, exists in society. It says in the scientific paper, don't use this, you can't, because it's so bad. She's quoted as saying, after doing the study I just wrote, you can't use it, I got to believe every football player has it. Now that's a grotesque abuse of the Hippocratic oath. You signed a oath to do no harm to people. You are you're influencing people in ways you scientifically have no evidence of. Your fact, you're lying. You're making it up, and you're creating a hysteria without any scientific evidence. And that, to me, is criminal.
2: No, I totally agree with you, and I'm glad you're out there doing this stuff, man. Because and so many people just think they know, and they'll just, oh, it's got to be PTSD. You're right. It's got to be a CTE, and they just throw these all these uh, initials out without understanding. And, right. and they and don't know. And when no, you start
6: asking them, Tony, you them. mentioned it. You fall in the shower, right?
2: You have a concussion. Does that mean you're
6: not going to get over it? If somebody starts talking about um, sub-concussion, or they, if they've been questioned, let's have a, uh, a website, brainwashbook.com, where we put the scientific literature up. So I'm going to let you read it, okay? I want you to read it. I'm not sitting there hiding anything from it. Somebody starts talking and saying concussions cause CT, or they use football or contact sports, or you're going to get CT. If they have say anything about some contact activity, you're going to get CT later in life, you put them on the spot and say, okay, Show me the scientific literature. Now, now, define scientific literature. Because last time I did this, somebody actually sent me an article from Sports Illustrated. I'm like, you, are you kidding me? You don't even know what the scientific literature is. Sports <laughs> Illustrated is <laughs> the last place you're going to go look. And you clearly don't go to the New Here's York one Times. You've got to go to JAMA and journals like that and look at the literature. Yep. Okay? Just so we have clarity what you're looking for. And if nobody, people go, have called me a denier. I'm just like, No. An actual denier is somebody who is ignoring all the facts before they make an evaluation. Exactly. If you have failed to do any of your due diligence and read the scientific literature, actually you're the denier because you haven't educated yourself on the truth. You've read some article or the local paper that gives you nothing.
5: There's a lot of that going around this in this
6: day and age. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it is so true. That's why, you know what, you got to have some common sense too.
2: You know, I because mean, everybody wants you, like, if you, if, I don't want to get into politics, because if you, you're climate deniers, nobody denies that the climate changes, because it's changed for billions of years. So, but the science, but they want you to believe science that's not complete. It's based on
6: some scientists saying, yes, the, and we're going to, in 12 years from now, we're all going to die. Right. We, you know what's funny? I just want, okay, now listen, I'm not, I don't know where the science stands, and I don't know that that debate, but you know what's interesting? I'm watching the Chicago's going to be like 50 degrees below zero or something like that. Right. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, now that's probably never happened before. Now, what do they say? This hasn't happened for 142 years. Exactly. i like, oh, wait a minute. So, what happened 142 years ago?
2: I'm like, wait. It's a like minute. Dallas Cowboy okay. fans thinking the NFL started in 1960 and not acknowledging any of the championships won before then, before there was Super Bowl.
6: <laughs> Bring it back to that. I Isn't that it. what it is? I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I love it. It's right? so true. You know, that's like if you start asking the right questions yep. like this, prove it. Give me what you're saying, show me the scientific literature, I'll shut up. I'll pull my book off the shelf and say, I was wrong. But you know what you can't prove? You can't prove something you don't have scientific literature on, okay? Exactly. You can't you can't use those papers that say, well, might, more research, possibly. I love this word. When you read this in the scientific literature, we don't know. I mean, shouldn't you stop right there? Like, <laughs> if you don't know, just shut up. <laughs> Why are you presenting anything when you just wrote, "We don't know"?
2: Exactly. Crazy. I didn't mean to get you off on the I tangent know. there, but I know how, how how much you feel about this, and because it's affected your life. But I know you got to run, man, and I really,
3: oh, really appreciate seeing you guys seeing you and hearing you spit facts and game, man. Well, as Coach Calhoun once said.
2: Get some facts and come back and see. And he has.
6: And he comes back and sees us all the time. That's right. and, and you know what? There's your denier. If they don't have the exactly. evidence, if they haven't do, done the facts or their research, they're the deniers. Because you're denying the truth and the evidence of it.
2: Merrill Hodge, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together right now. For my man. Still a stealer, always a stealer. Go, or stiller, man. as they say up
3: Stellars. there. Stellars.
2: Until they get Le'Veon Bell or uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Or Brown back. Uh They'll still be the Steelers
3: as long as I got Big Ben for another yeah. 10 years. Well, I'll tell you what. and uh, Antonio Brown is gone. He gone. He gone? And, uh, oh, he gone. And uh, I don't think Le'Veon's coming back either with the emergence of James Conner. Tony, it's so hard to talk to you through this I know. Sign Robin's got this sign that up. It says, smile you're on camera for the guests. And I'm literally, t- Tony and I are looking at each other through this thing, I trying know. to communicate
2: it. It's so funny. It's like, you know, it's like the, it's, it's, I'm trying to think. It's like being in a diner. Yes. And you know where they have the booths? And then they have that little thing above the booth. Tony, what... So mean,
3: you separate people with a piece of wood. But you know, you know, you know what they, they don't have in the diners anymore? They used to be a staple, the little jukeboxes. No, there haven't been some yeah, old-school ones. But they're not, they don't seem enough anymore. They were great, though. You put the quarter in, you get like a couple plays while you're sitting. You used to, you used to have one in friendlies. Yes. In, up in the Northeast, which yes. is fantastic. There's, you know where they don't have friendlies? Where? In Australia, because nothing's friendly in Australia. Everything will kill you there. Now, we've
2: given you Hall of Fame talent from yep. this great nation in the world of sports. We've brought in people from entertainment. we brought in comics. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we go down under, as we used to say. I go down under in other ways as well. I hate. But a man who has (laughs) actually exposed me to the greatness that is (laughs) Fox Sports Australia. A man who came to Minnesota last year and dazzled the entire, not only the great Midwest, the Plain States, the the flyover. The flyover country that people like Bruce Murray ignore because he lives in New York. And he doesn't care about the middle of the country like we all do. But a man who's been to cricket games, in fact, he left Australia. A cricket game had started last year. And by the time he got back after the Super Bowl, right. it was still going on. In fact, it's in overtime right now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> They've just gone to overtime. My man, Duncan, I always, let me see the Bob because I have to get the, the hyphen in there. Because when you have a hyphenated last name, you got to make sure you get it.
5: It's Duncan Mackenzie McCart. That's right,
2: D- Duncan Mackenzie Macar. I cheated,
5: though. I did have to look. No, it. I remember. I was, remember the first part, but I couldn't quite remember the. And second. I don't
2: care what he says. I just call him Duncan. As long as he talks, <laughs> it's it's
0: impressive. That is one of the greatest intros I think I've <laughs> ever had. Can I have that on my eulogy? <laughs> I think yes. Everything you said, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was true, but it was absolutely brilliant, Duncan. Tony. Yes, and I must you. say though, to your listeners out there though, after all that special time we spent this time last year in the pub. At Minnesota, and I saw Tony in tears. I saw all the team here at the crying, hugging each other. That's when other, I got the check what That's what it happened. I just yeah. That was a fantastic moment in my life. The You're a like part voice, of the family now. Though. The first voice I heard here on Radio Row when I was setting up was Tony's loud voice. I went over to Tony. Is this this is not true, Robin? Yes. I went over to Tony and I said, "Tony, how are you, mate?" Tony's like, "Who are you? Are you Daniel?" Yeah, uh, and I thought I really after all that. the memories we I had know. together, a year I'm ago, I'm ashamed. I mean, it's, there's I no excuse do it. I it. it. I hate
3: to do it to you, Tony. No, I, I hate. to I it.
5: agree. It was so funny because I'm like, I. Knew I knew in my heart that he would look up and immediately I know, know who it was. I was
0: expecting a hug, uh, exactly. a headlock, something a headlock,
5: and I was just shocked. I'm like, really, oh, I'm
2: embarrassed. Really? I actually hid in my sorry. kangaroo pouch. <laughs> I was looking for a kangaroo so and, and what's was a joey. Yes. I was going to be a joey and go into a sack of a mom kangaroo. <laughs> That's how embarrassed and shamed I was. You should have been. He was you one were. of my favorite people in Minnesota knew, last year. You, you would, you you would not stop talking person, about it. I know. Did I not give you love that you've never we seen? And
0: broadcasted w- you on Fox Sports Australia. You went out to 24 million people. Exactly. It was one of the greatest days ever.
2: No, it was a, gra- it was a great day. 24 million And it's great pe- to
0: see you guys again.
2: It oh, is. Oh, and you, you. look great, man. I mean, I, I get I get older and you stay. Like Bruce Murray, who was one of my producers at ESPN, uh-huh. he still looks the same, but he, he also looks like he just came out of a uh, sleeping in some w- uh, storefront.
5: Well, nobody can see street. him. <laughs> what? Nobody can see Bruce right now because I, I don't know. have the camera I set know. up on him. But
2: if you could, you see him shaking his
3: head going, what the hell are you
5: talking about? <laughs> the old storefront look. Yeah.
2: yeah, I like it. Yeah. I am trying to be as descriptive possi- as possible. That is mean, paints it's radio. a great
3: picture right there, Tony. It does. That's, what, and
2: that's why Bruce yeah. uh, respects Regular whenever I criticize right him. Right. him.
5: Bruce is going to come on next. Uh,
2: he's he come just on. wants to hang out. But I want to see Duncan here because I want to get down to this year. Because last year I schooled, not schooled you. You totally schooled me. Tony. I
0: educated this you beautiful did. radio setup. I mean, I mean we haven't is. seen anything like this in Australia. It's a coat You've got a media wall. <laughs> you've got hashtags. It's you've even got your coin. own uh, cameras, silhouette logo. Exactly.
2: I mean, you are a true radio superstar. And look, this our set. You look at all these other radio stations. This looks like Mission Control at NASA, yeah, so, compared to all these other shows. Ground you know control what? to Tony Bruno. We're dumb I I because they're that. doing it with one little box, and we've got like seventy-two thousand. Robin's got a computer screen that's seventy-five inches. I love it. You got about four hundred <laughs> assistants here. Four hundred <laughs> yeah. assistants. You got cameras. We're doing
5: something wrong, though. If we get, I would love to just be able to travel with a suitcase. Well, me too. That would be great.
2: And go on box cars and then yeah. jump box cars. Or go on those car car, car haulers and sneak in a car and then go cross country without anybody knowing you're in there. How many boxes does it take to fit all this gear in? It's absolutely
0: it's, it's like a road show. It,
2: no, it's like a Ringling Brothers circus when they would bring the circus to town and they'd have all the box cars with the elephants. And yeah. this is what this is. It's like the roadies at a at a uh, at a country concert. It's you know, great. you have like a tractor trailer loaded with all the crap Except in there. I
5: want, I want actually to get one of the the Pepsi snack bots that they have. It's like a little traveling robot that follows you around, but oh. instead of putting snacks in it, we just put up, put all of our gear and it travels with you. You don't have to do anything. It looks amazing.
0: Yeah, I think you guys have probably got the most impressive set here on Radio well, Row. Right.
2: Well, you. are just saying
5: that uh, because I kissed your after the,
0: uh,
2: the serious
5: Sir- Oh yeah, the, the big the big yeah,
1: yeah. guys. Now, how
2: many other people interviewed let you last year in Minnesota? and gave you the love and respect that you deserve for being a journalist who's traveled around the world. No one.
0: No one <gasps> like you, Tony, last year. <laughs> but I must admit, if I can name drop a couple of names from my experience this year, I've had an incredible experience. So I flew in at 6.30 p.m. on from Australia on Monday night. Right. Had to get the Rams at 10 past 7. Super Bowl opening night, State Farm Arena. It was amazing. I managed to push my way to the front, waited an hour and a half for Tom Brady, managed to get four questions to Tom Brady about Australia. My first question to Tom was, Tom, you're such an incredible athlete, but my question is, are there any athletes from Australia that inspire you? And Tom said to me, oh, yeah, there is a a guy, um, Dan, uh, Dan, someone, he plays for the All Blacks, do you know Dan? And I said, the All Blacks? That's New Zealand, Tony. Yes, That's exactly. not Australia? We what hate are you to talking about,
2: Tom? We hate to do it. I had to give Tom Brady one of these, even though he's the GOAT. Oh, man. I
0: was so flat. I couldn't believe it, Tony. So then I basically said, okay, well.
2: Is he saying that everybody in New Zealand and Australia look the same, exactly sound the, the same. same, and do the same things? It's like saying Americans and Canadians are exactly the same. They're no, not. It is. It's racist, (laughs) and I won't stand for it. And now I will denounce Tom Brady publicly, Rob. No,
0: to be honest, he was great, because then I asked him, I said, do you see if an NFL game coming to Australia? He goes, I'd love to play in it. And then I said, you and Giselle, when are you coming down to Australia? He said, hopefully in March. So he gave me a fair bit of my time. And then I just spoke with Patriots owner and CEO Robert Kraft. Yes, we call him Bob. 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 Bob gave me... Two and a half minutes of his time. Very, very generous, and he was, you know, very giving about stories of Did Australia. Did he have a couple of strippers with him, at least? Right. He was talking about the ladies <laughs> in Australia,
2: <laughs> which I might have to he'll edit out
0: in
3: my dry. package. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and the beer, the Foster's and beer. And the beer. But if, crap Is the only thing
3: that can't be killed in Australia. <laughs> That's
2: That's by the right. way, and you pointed out last year that Foster's is not the official beer of Australia. Hell no. Hell no. Carlton Draft, Victoria Bitter, 4X... Anything, you know? See, Christian, who's understanding beer now and appreciating the fine lagers and all the other craft beers in America, mm-hmm. he probably is convinced that Foster's, the what do they call it, the uh, oil can? Uh-huh. That that's like the Australia's beer because they lie about it in Foster's. And listen, people like it. I'm not telling you not to drink it. Yeah. But they, they market to Americans that Foster's is Australian for beer. Yeah. Well, that's because well, the fabulous yeah.
5: Crocodile Dundee made that fantastic commercial that everybody remembers. You know, put the shrimp on ah, the barbie.
3: Paul Hogan is a right. national treasure. Be yeah. careful what you say, all right? Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> a national treasure.
5: I'm not knocking that, but he did such a fantastic job marketing for Foster's yep. that everybody now thinks that that's the number he, one but beer. But you know what else
2: he did? He made the knife popular, too. That's not a Knife. I've, this is a knife. <laughs> exactly.
3: Now, the best is when... the best is when, <laughs> And you didn't even have to put on a fake accent to no, do that. Man. that's great. Just, <laughs> just
0: bang it on. That's, that's like authentic. You should
3: hear my American accent. <laughs> the best is when they when they ask me, he goes, you know, he's like, uh, he goes, how you doing tonight or whatever. He throws a knife through the guy's hair. He goes, better than average. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no. He goes, what do you think your chances are getting out of here alive? He throws a knife through the guy's head. He goes, better than average. All right, Get no average. problem. No problem. Better than,
2: now, Hugh Jackman mm. is one of our friends. Mm-hmm. we met him.
5: Yes. They love him in he Australia. He was that short.
2: He is. He's like he's short tiny. For an he's shorter than Robin. He
5: really. Yeah. He's got. A, he's a
2: got. Shocked.
0: One thing about Hugh: very friendly, and also an incredible voice. Oh yeah, he's amazing. amazing. He, he does every best voices on Broadway. Yes. He I mean, does he can do everything. everything.
2: He can do he's everything. He's stinking Wolverine. His fingers turn into into metal blades. I, I know. And God was like, you know
0: what? You can have Hugh. You can have like, handsome good looks. You can have. We had a, we just had a stack here behind. Eddie him.
3: George just went down. Ladies gentlemen.
2: Eddie George. Wait, no.
3: Eddie George just got tripped up oh, no, the line that's of scrimmage. Ryan, that's, that's not Eddie. That's Brian Mitchell. Mitchell. What's the matter with you? Wait a minute. I hate to do
2: it to you now.
5: Oh. Did we get that on camera? No, I don't think so. No. Actually, we might have. That might have happened right behind Tony.
0: i got to a pretty good view of that. I think he rolled no, It an was ankle. Steve
2: Zabin trying to tackle Brian Mitchell. Brian Mitchell. That's what it was.
5: I'm going to have to rewind it. I might have gotten it on I tape. W-
2: did we get that on tape? <laughs> Scott, did we get that? Well, we have multiple cameras here. We do. It's like CCTV over here. we got multiple cameras. We may be able to rerun that later on on the 11 o'clock news with Steve Zabin, I think. I think he's doing the 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> so now, how many live broadcasts are you doing back to Australia? Because the timing is different. Because right now here, it's 3.15 it, in the afternoon, Eastern yep. time. What time is it right now
1: right in Auckland,
2: now? Australia? No,
0: uh, I know it's New Zealand. I that yeah, one? No, oh. I just, I was a Kiwi joke. I, I, no. Bloody
1: what time Bruno. is it right now? Stitching in, me up uh, all the
0: time. Um, it's probably mid-morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably about 11 a.m., I reckon. But how many, is it one time zone in all of Australia? Because no. I haven't been there. Uh,
2: hello. No. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I don't know.
0: Australia is the size of the United States. Right. Yes. So, but it's not broken down the same as the United States, mm. right? Well, it's like there's Perth, which is on the West Coast. Perth,
2: right. Is three hours behind Melbourne, which is on the East Coast.
0: Which
5: okay. is pretty much the same as West Coast versus so East 7, Coast.
2: So it's 7.14 a.m. right now. Is that in Sydney? Where, where? In Australia. Which one? Kingston? Yeah, that's uh, East Coast time. That's the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right go. now on the East Coast. Now, is your show nationwide or is it just uh, Nationwide. So 24 million people in how many different time zones in Australia? Five. Oh, jeez. Th- three. Three time zones yeah, yeah, yeah. are listening, and it's seven. It's either at 7.15 a.m. yeah. a.m. or 9.15 a.m. tomorrow morning. So he'll be able to tell us who wins in the NBA tonight so Luigi can get some action in, already knowing that it's
0: Thursday. Traveling
5: in the future. But
0: we do have the great Ben Simmons, who plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. What's going to happen? Because what I've been reading is some people think that Ben should be traded to another team because there isn't enough room for Joel Embiid. We've got a, we've got a wave over there. Joel Embiid, uh, Jimmy Butler, and Ben Simmons. And that made us as Australians very, very upset because I don't think you guys realize that everyone in Australia right now is a Philadelphia 76ers fan. If you go down to Australia, you go to the main street of Melbourne or Sydney, everyone's wearing Simmons 76ers jerseys. They They're not wearing
2: th- Kylie Jenner jerseys
3: what, what, what about the great Patty Mills, multiple-time NBA champion? But this guy's a number
0: one draft pick. It's exactly. one of Patty Mills when,
3: got three NBA titles.
0: It's one of these things, guys, that Ben is probably the biggest superstar in Australian sport. Oh, he's sport seven foot tall. At the moment, he's yeah. nearly right. seven foot tall, and he's... Only what, 21, 22 yes. years of age, and he's already the biggest star in Australia. Wow. We have Australians flying over in droves to Philadelphia to watch the 76ers really? play. They're selling 4 and 20 meat pies at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. They are? They are selling traditional Australian meat pies so that when Aussies go and watch Ben play, they can have a 4 and 20 meat pie. Now, what's in a 4 and 20 in? meat know, pie? 4,
3: actually, 4 and 20 is a
2: shooting percentage every night because he can't oh. hit a jump shot, is what it is. Oh. Yeah, there we go. There you go. No, now Brett Brown coached in Australia as That's well. Right. Yeah, he did. and then now you know in the NFL, Australian kickers are the punters are dominating. What about Michael Dixon? He made yeah, it into Mike, the yes. Play ball.
0: yes, Seattle Seahawks punter, first the year. The Eagles punter is a, is an Aussie. It's yeah, a great Cameron time Johnston. to be an Australian right yes, now. Yes, it so is. It's a great
2: time. Screw to Screw it, I'm moving to Australia right now. Is it winter or summer? There's summer there summer, now, right? Summer, hundred percent. I'm going to go down over there, hundred degrees, and I'm going to go out. And we were looking for what were the animals we were looking for last year? The uh,
5: Oh, you mean the really Koalas? vicious uh, birds? No, the
2: vicious uh, animals. The yeah. lizards? sharks, the, snakes, no, 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 spiders. No, no, it's no. It's no, a vicious no. bird Mail that man? attacks
5: people with a blue head.
2: Really? You're talking to the an Australian, Robin. He knows the vicious birds down well, there. Well,
5: apparently he doesn't. I don't no, know. it's an animal
2: that was extinct, but they found it again. With a blue head? It's not no. a bird. No, oh. it's not a bird.
5: Not, I thought you were talking about the birds that were attacking people. The big, like they were the size oh, of the. Oh, the ones emu. that run
2: across the road and then come after you? Those, those, yeah, those
5: uh-huh.
0: are big
2: birds, but that's not what I'm talking
0: about. Oh, okay.
5: All right, you, did, got, you got to stay away from the brown snake.
2: It's the most
0: venomous snake right. in the world. you got to stay away from the red back spider. Uh, I believe that can kill you in 15 minutes. We've got great white sharks. Well, of course. Yeah, and, uh, you Australia... have one test bite and you're you cooked. Uh-huh. Uh, Blue-ringed octopus.
5: Honestly, the And Australia's... those koalas,
0: sorry to interrupt you, Robin, but the koalas, they might look cute and cuddly.
2: They're, yeah, they're
5: nasty. They're vicious. They're na- they yeah.
2: have big claws. And
0: yeah.
5: they're messy. They're really messy. Almost mm-hmm. all of them have like gonorrhea or STDs. And exactly. Gonorrhea? They yeah. would fit
2: well in Hollywood. I forget and then Ben which Simmons, that's is, why we but don't want them but to go out to the West a, Coast and play a problem for the Lakers. With oh. it.
5: And, and I mean, obviously, it's a koala version of it. Uh huh. And
3: this
2: is what they Robin's talking
5: about. All the time.
3: <laughs> that's, this is the one you're talking about, Robin. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one you're talking about. What's it called now, for those the listening? The cassowary what? or whatever it
2: is? Yeah,
5: the cassowary.
3: That's right, the cassowary.
2: The cassowary is the bird that
5: I was talking about. But you're talking about the something tiger, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. The Tasmanian Tas- tiger. tiger yeah. The yeah, Tasmanian yeah, yeah. tiger. Extinct for 60 years. But now Extinct, they're finding but they, them again. But they said that no they, yes. but they,
5: there was a – we watched a show that said that they actually have evidence that there might be one or two still alive.
2: Yes, they're bringing them back. Not the Tasmanian devil, which still exists. Right. Now, this c- is the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, I can watch I, all those science shows. Can man. I
0: just say, you guys have got to get on the show. Philadelphia oh, oh. Eagles, 350-pounder. Oh, oh. Jordan Maillard. Have you heard about this guy? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, of
3: course. The rugby guy. You he, gotta can't get
0: him on the he can't play. He can't, but can't but play. He can't play, but you got to get him on the show because he's one of the greatest sports stories that I can think of. Absolutely. Oh, we would love to get him on the I show. I He's on the uh, – You have
5: his contact info. We'd love to get him on. I do.
0: Does he have an accent? He does, yeah. He's from Sydney. He hadn't played a down of American football. They drafted him 350 pounds.
5: It must be so easy for you to get dates. You think so? Oh, God. American women eat accents up. Why is that, though?
2: Because Americans sound like dopes, know. but when you have either a British or an Australian or a Kiwi accent, it just sounds better. Well, what sounds better, British, Kiwi, or Aussie? I got to go Aussie right now. I got to go Aussie. Because you can do English. Well, I, think, I can do an English I accent. Brit- English is a, a little British more is a little
5: bit more common around here. So the the Aussie is something that is a novelty, gotcha. which is awesome. Yeah. Now, the, I but the, personally— But the, I'm,
2: like some of the British accents, the Cockney— it's like indecipherable, totally. Well, to you. You can't, no, to anybody. <laughs> That's why I can't watch all these British shows Robin watches. <laughs> I don't understand a word they're saying. Yeah. And they're speaking English. Yeah. They're you not got, speaking German or get Dutch. It, How
0: you doing? I'm from England. You yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. And then you got, then you got Northern
2: English. Oh, so yeah. You're like, all right, mate, you're doing yeah. okay. Like, and then like, the, like the Scots. Right. And then the Scots. No you one understands understand what they're saying, man. You can't and understand the Scots a like, word. Oh, I'm from Scotland. Yeah, exactly. See,
5: now I love those.
2: No, I don't like the Scotch
5: the heavy irish brogue.
2: No, nah, cuz they're all redheaded chicks
3: with freckles. It just Hello? doesn't sound as well. Bob Brown says forget about the brown snake. Stay away from the brown eye, man. That's what <laughs> <laughs> <thinking of>. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our Was friends checking really right? on on Facebook Live and social media watching around the world. So as to recap, well. my man Duncan here says
2: cricket is the number 1 sport in Australia. That's correct. And then what's number 2? Aussie rules football? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. and then what? Basketball's big there now. Mm, not really. It's
0: getting big now with Ben and obviously Joe Ingles is an Australian. Yep. A Plays for Mills. Utah. Yep, yeah, for sure. Matthew De La Vadova, the little scrapper from yes. the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is he still in
2: the league? There, Matthew De La Vadova? Yeah,
0: he's playing with the Cavs. Well, nobody's so playing see, with had, the Cavs. You Have you seen <laughs> them play lately? <laughs> so let's see. <laughs> I think if you, you had, and I could beat the Cavs, <laughs> Tony.
3: If you had a backcourt of Patty Mills, Dellavedova, yep. Simmons at the four, yep. Ingles at the at the three, Aaron Baines in the and center, and Aaron Baines at the center, it could compete.
0: Yeah, we could t- compete. We're still trying to win our first Olympic medal. Well, you've been trying
3: for a long time, buddy. I
2: tell you right now. Well, you know, we're trying. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, that's why the NBA is an international game. That's why when they say world champions totally. in the NBA, it's they're all the best players in the world come and play in the NBA. 100%. You know, like baseball, when they call the World Series, it's not the World Series. Well, there are players from all over the world, too. Yeah. But there's so many parts of the world don't even know what baseball is. No. Yeah. Basketball's internet. It's probably the most... Well, soccer and basketball are the most well-known international sports. I'd agree. I'd in agree other countries.
0: And it's so – basketball now in Europe is just proliferating. It is so massive. You guys see all the talent that's coming, especially from Eastern Europe. Yep. And then you get a, a player like Luka Doncic who comes onto yes. the scene and totally Man. dominates the game. Yep. He's almost transforming the way in which the game is being played and also the way in which uh, recruiters are bringing talent into the game. So it's a fascinating time in the NBA. You know it's Luka, a
2: white European, uh, northern European, Australia. game. Kind of game now? Would you consider all of those people white? Well, how would you because everything's got to be race-based now? Oh yeah. So are big European, Eastern European guys playing in the NBA who have a light complexion considered white? Europeans because it's all about skin texture and color
1: now.
5: You know it's weird. I haven't lived there in quite some time, but when I was growing up, I don't remember there being that much of an issue about color of skin.
2: There isn't. That's my point. There are great players who be, who happen to be from Europe or Slavic countries or yeah. Australia or New Zealand, all over the world, Chinese players. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know So I don't care what color they are. They're the best players in the world. What do you mean, you people? I mean you people, all you <laughs> people out there.
5: Well, Duncan probably has to go. When are you going preparing? live now?
2: I'm not. I'm actually heading out to the New England Patriots.
5: Uh, when when am I going
0: to go live
2: again to get 24 million Twitter followers? and our Instagram followers in Australia. Well, mate, what I'm doing is I'm putting together a one-hour
0: show on Sunday morning Aussie time, which will probably be Saturday night our time, and I'm putting the best of the best. So at the moment I've got on my show Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Robert Kraft, uh, the general manager of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Scott Jenkins, who I spoke to about the um, what's going on in the stadium. I'm going to try and get the punter from uh, Ryan Allen from the New England Patriots because the punter is the most – Famous and favored position in Australia. Yeah, they covet the, the kickers there, man. We, we, all, that's all we care about. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> We care about the guy
2: who kicks the ball because that's the only thing we can do. Exactly. Kick the ball. <laughs> Except field goals. You can punt, but you can't kick a field goal. No. Can't. That's a horrible. Hold.
0: Give us the ball in our hands and we'll just pump it as, as far as we can. <laughs> Fantasy football in Australia. Kickers off the board immediately. <laughs> right
3: off the board immediately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Duncan, you know we love you, man. And, I, again, I, we've had embarrassing moments for all of us here. But that to me, is, I, I'm more ashamed of when you walked up because like As people As you were should, be. Hey, I, 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 was, it, I, I was. I really am, man. Just because, remember me next year, mate.
5: Now, does I that mean question. I'm not
2: going to be in your special at least like
5: you a 10-second clip? You're going to be.
2: You're going to be my
0: opening segment. How okay. often
5: do you come to Philly? <laughs>
0: Uh, pretty often, especially with Ben there, and obviously Jordan and Cameron there with the Eagles. So yeah, pretty often. And well, you know, you and have to,
5: we
2: live we live like a, a stone throw away from the sports complex. All right, put me
0: up.
5: Well, let's do, let's do something special. Like when there, if you know that there's a large Australian contingency mm-hmm. coming to Philly, yeah. let's figure out how to do some some like party.
2: Let's do for it. For all of
5: them Do they
2: drink heavily and uh, party hardy? Australians
5: uh, oh don't I'm drink? I'm,
2: what are you I'm I'm joking <laughs> But they're not as bad. I think we're the world champions of oh really <laughs> yeah. better than better the Brits? Better than the
5: and the Irish? Oh, not a really? no contest
2: mate. Wow. Really? No what contest. about Kiwis? Are they Who's drink? who's the bigger drinking of the of the contest? Yeah,
0: Kiwis a little bit more polite, you know. The Aussies they, we don't hold back. Yeah, they use glasses over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Duncan, is great, man. I'm sure people are enjoying uh, your live a- appearances yeah. here. I love you guys. Love you too, man. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give them a roaring round of applause. <laughs> and throw another shrimp on what on Barbie or whatever they do. They don't even do that, though, do they? They nah, throw. True... No, we throw prawns on. Exactly right. No stinking little
5: <laughs> little. That's racist.
2: No prawns are not racist. No, I know. I'm sorry. Not I just. Uh...
5: No <laughs> dinky little things. Goodness exactly. gracious.
2: Man, I, I love. This is this is why I love the Super Bowl. International flavor. You're not just getting the, the local flavor, the continental. Right. You're getting a, you're getting the whole world coming together as one. The right, Christian? I mean, how how can you not be impressed? First of all, look at him. He's a good looking guy. He dresses well. He's lean. He's Aussie. He, great shoes. You see that he's got. That's the way. If I had a chance to come back and look like somebody, it would either be Hugh Jackman or Duncan, and it certainly wouldn't be this guy, who's sitting down right now. Be quick! I got to get back to my window. That's what she said. What window? Yeah, I got to sit in the window. No, it's not a window. It's usually a doorway. It's not a window. Didn't
7: you just say that I look like I just came out of a window?
2: No, yeah. I said you looked like you came out of a, a storefront. Oh, you know where the opening That's gotta where, get back. where the door is, where they have the gates, the metal gate closed, <laughs> and there's just a little spot so you can you know get yourself a nice corner. Yeah. When you talk about closing metal gates,
7: I think of your visitation on weekends.
2: It's not, we're not talking about the same thing here. Bruce Murray, you know him. You love him on Sirius. What channel is that now, XM? Sirius XM NFL Radio. What channel is that? At channel 88. I know we bounce around a lot, but we've been in 88 for a while. Yeah. Well, I like when you bounce with me. Especially <laughs> yeah. in Atlanta, you've got to bounce with me, bounce with me. <laughs> yeah. Now, Bruce, we saw him the other day, and I thought he was joking. He said, I need some, uh, some more uh, thin optics because my house burned down. Yeah. And you're, you're here lame. i you know, the dog ate my homework. And I'm thinking, he's oh, that's that's a new That's a new approach. I, my thin optics burned down because my house did. Then he showed me a picture, and his house really burned down. But what's the first thing he thought about other than his children and the safety of his pets? <laughs> right. Thin optics, because you. You only can get thin optics from me, not from uh, an insurance company and not from Jake from State Farm either. Right,
7: exactly. My first thought was, okay, everybody that I care about is safe. I've got to start rebuilding my life. What are the important things? And I thought, I'm going to see Tony in a month. I know he's going to have a stack of those things. I've got to get my thin ops back because I can't read copy without them.
2: Exactly. And and so
7: gonna, how so, everything? And thank you and, and you,
5: he's gonna be signing a lot of insurance papers <laughs> really he is. Really yeah. soon
2: Rusty will have some papers for you to sign on, <laughs> on your way, way out <laughs> of the Super Bowl radio row Bruce Mary we work together at the uh, I mean I work with pretty much everybody in this building right under the uh, pretty mm-hmm. much over the age of 30 would you say
7: uh, y- yes I was sharing with John before before I came
2: over I said um, John we'll who? A look. Jack. G- oh Jack Jack I'm sorry the, the Why do guys named John call himself Jack? I don't know. Jack? Why do you go by Jack? Jack Kennedy, I think, started yeah, it because he was it's,
5: John, it's John Fitzgerald. But and listen, honestly, it makes, no no, it makes Jack no sense because Jack and John are the exact same number of letters. Yeah.
7: Right. It, it makes no sense. It's not shortening anything. Yeah. No, I... It, it, it,
2: but nobody I mean the history, but is I Is anybody said, else named is there a nickname for if you're named Jack, like Jack Nicholas, was his name John or was no, it Jack Nicholas? I'm gonna go with Jack. So why would Jack Nicholas not just change it up and call himself John Nicholas? I
7: don't know. I call him John Nicholson, who was great in in all the movies. Exactly. But, but I the way I tell the story is I actually hired you at ESPN. I was there for the auditions. Yep. Chuck Wilson, Keith Oberman, I mean going all the way back to nineteen ninety, uh, that's where it started for us. Exactly.
5: So you're taking credit for Tony Bruno.
7: Uh, it's not often that I would, but uh, this is one of those rare moments. Yes, I'm taking credit for Tony Bruno. Exactly. and,
2: and you, you I should... thought Eric Schoenfeld hired me. <laughs>
7: <laughs> John Walsh to my right. What do you think? I'm like, John eh, Walsh, yeah,
2: he's all right. He's all right for an Italian kid. Yeah, but then yeah. I told him my son went to the University of Scranton, <laughs> and John Walsh, who was the head man at ESPN, said, oh, I went to the University of Scranton. <laughs> that was so it. it was actually my son, AJ, who went to Scranton that sealed the deal because that's where John Walsh went. And, he, you know, big Scranton guy next to Joe Biden. I mean, I can't think of many other bigger names in Scranton, can no, you? No, I don't. No. You're going to ask me who's come out of Scranton? Well, you know who comes out of Tulane. Right. He's exactly. the only New York Jewish guy I know who went to
7: Tulane. Oh, no. There's a long list of, of New York Jewish guys that went to Tulane. Really? Very popular. My son's going to be a freshman there next year. Why did the Jews go mean, to Tulane? And he chose it because they finally went back to a bowl game. He said now. now the I blue hear, wave? Yeah. The, 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 the golden green wave. The and green cross. wave we going used back. We just, we, what were you say about the Jews? <laughs> no, I said. <laughs> I think this place is <laughs> You can, you can
2: kind of get away with anything Jewish. here, can't you? Yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. But, there are
2: no rules. But I'm not. Uh, you know me. I love the Jews. <laughs> I go way, way back with the Jews. I love the More than Moses did. I love you people, okay? Jesus, Tony. I, I'm yeah. a member of the. I, we have the Mashpoka every yeah, Sunday no, no, no. night. Yeah, you're, you're almost a member in. of the tribe. Boomer yeah. would come in, and yeah. we talk. What would we do on Sunday nights? What would we call ourselves? The whole uh, Mashpoka would get together. Right in the Marriott Hotel. And no, the Radisson. That oh, the, was the Radisson, Radisson Hotel. It was the right.
7: Radisson Hotel, and and somehow, and I don't ask me why, because I was living in New York City at the time, if you remember. Yes. And I was spending the week. That was before up your house burned down. Right. It was while I had a house. And I was going back to New York City, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, we'd have to do these
2: post-show meetings at 2 a.m. Right. And we just did seven hours of radio. Right. And then our bosses would bring us in. Let's do a recap show and let's break it down segment by segment. Right. You do that on this show, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah, must sure. have
7: post-show recaps. Oh, and here's totally. how the meetings would go. They would go uh, John Davidson. He was John Davidson. He was uh, good. Rick Barry was Rick Barry. Uh, <laughs> All right, we can go. And I'm thinking, I'm there for like 40 minutes. Some, I'm stealing Jolt Cola from somebody. Yep. Who had the Jolt Cola? Me. Yeah, Jolt Cola, so I could stay awake to drive back to New York City. And that was the Sunday night, these
2: meetings, which, are, again, thank goodness they're over. Yes. <laughs> we don't have those as serious. Well, you're not serious enough. That's why, no, probably. No, we're yeah. not serious enough, yeah. Where's, uh, where's the big boss man? Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen. He's around. He mingles. I haven't seen him. I he saw him yesterday. He's yeah. You did? I yeah. haven't seen him. Is he, came he ducking into town me? Yesterday. Is no, he, he ducking me? No, I don't think he's ducking I anybody. I saw a Mad Dog. I saw...
5: No, I think he's ducking you.
2: He is? <laughs> Who else do I know over there? Who else you got on over there? Uh, on your NFL channel? Well, Brady Quinn. Jim Brady Quinn. Jim Miller. There.
7: Pat Kerwin.
2: I love Pat Kerwin. Uh, Bob Legend. Papa. I know Bob Papa. Uh, I love him when you call him Bob Papa. By the way, you do. You like Bob Papa? Uh, Now he didn't go to St. Bonaventure. You went to Fordham, right? Bob Bob Papa went to Fordham. He's a Fordham guy. Yeah,
7: yeah. And he's not even Jewish. Uh, No, he's not. He's Italian. I know. I just wanted to see. Yeah, we always talk about you know how we're very similar. We both have bank accounts and talk with our hands. The Jews and Italians. (laughs) It's the same thing, isn't it? It's a bond. What's the difference? You do the same thing exactly.
2: Nothing's with your hands at your sides. No. I used to have to have, and you have guilt. I should have my hands cut behind my back because it is Atlanta after all, and it's the 19th <laughs> anniversary of the Ray Lewis uh, Super Bowl uh, down y- here. Y- yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes it was. I don't know so now you know. I saw you at the radio. I saw you at the media night or right. the opening night. Right. You were in your smoking jacket. I was. I had brought it back today because I had Michael Irvin on the show, yeah. so I had to do that. And,
7: and again, you're not sensitive to anything that's gone on in my life,
2: you know, because you wore your smoking jacket.
7: I mean, think about that with what but I'm living through. But that's not
2: a through. smoking jacket. No, Luigi, is that a smoking jacket? No, it's not a smoking jacket. Well, what is that? It's a tux jacket from Domenico's it's a, it's a on Topman It's a smoking jacket. No, it's, it's a, a smoking, smoking jacket. jacket. It's, it's a smoking jacket. No, I've been to yeah. the mansion when Huff was alive, and I know what a smoking <laughs> oh, jacket do. looks like, pal, and okay. that's not a smoking jacket. It doesn't even smell like nicotine or weed or anything, man. I, I don't know. It just—it smells like Jewel, though, a little bit, it, though. It... <laughs>
7: Jesus, that what's in the pockets? Yeah. So, anyway, you opening night, we're there together. Yeah. And you're, you're dapper. I saw somebody there in an evening gown. Did you notice her? No. Was that Robin? And, and I, no. 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 No, you weren't in an evening gown. No. I, I, I don't no, dress I up w- for those things. I had somebody
5: wine spilled on me last night.
2: Yeah.
7: So, uh, I'm looking down. Immediately, I checked to see, are we on the red carpet? or? And it was blue carpeting. And I'm wondering, you know, I know everybody's got to have that angle, that hook, whatever it is. But an evening gown? Yeah. I'm not really getting and that And
2: then, one. I you know, there's a guy in a clown suit.
7: Yeah. And it was actually, was
2: you. you know, he's actually a real member of the media. That's the yeah. worst part. I, gonna, I didn't even show up till later on that night. I was exactly. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's getting, it's the, the craziness is not as bad as it used to be. You know, remember they used to have MTV people go up there now, yeah. little kids. It, they finally because they, it's so tight now, and there's no room for anybody. That all the flakes and all the people who are like the Barrel Boy and those kinds of people they they're they're few and far between now,
7: right. and it's become
2: an, an entertainment event made for TV and, exactly and, and you're right. It, it and the fans out in the of, stands right. For, but for media, there's really not much you get because the very next morning they come back here and have press conferences where you can actually ask questions where there's right. no fans, not because the fans make the game, but the media actually gets quotes like the commissioner today, right? He addressed a lot of things. Now, I didn't hear it, but I know he was talking about heard the, a lot. the past the, uh, the 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 bad penalties in the championship games. What did he say about especially the one in the New Orleans Saints game? So I I didn't like the
7: way he responded. And again, you know, this is a league that you know this as well as anybody, Tony. They they move very slowly when it comes yes. to accepting change. And he talked about what a great job the officials do. He talked about how fast-paced the game is. He talked about the unintended consequences of potentially expanding replay. I don't like any of it. We have technology today. Right. We have high definition TV where they can show us within a, gra- a a blade of grass, whether a guy was in bounds or out of bounds. Yep. And yet they're always finding excuses not to embrace it. I, I to be honest with you, first of all, I think his silence this week was deafening. Absolutely. I, I think there should have been a statement. Now I understand he's in the awkward position. He can't come out the way we wouldn't go. That and was rip- horrible.
2: But I don't want to rip the officials no. either because they do a great job. In fact every call that was every call that was challenged they got it right, yeah, and that's that's what you want. Yeah, just just have a commissioner that comes out and
7: says, "Look, I'm a fan too, and I accept nobody wants to see a game come to an end that way." And I
2: share, and we have to do a better job. So that part was deafening. I mean, but I heard Andy Reid say that for 13 years in Philly. We got to do a better job. Yeah, you know, what else did he say, Louis? He said a lot of things, Andy Reid. And he, he actually he was okay. One, don't
6: worry about it. Enjoy the win. Man. Enjoy
2: the win, man. Remember, as much as we love the Patriots, unless you're a Jets fan or a Buffalo Bills fan or a Miami Dolphin fan. There, D Ford being a little bit offside, yeah, cost them the game. Yes, it more did. than any other any other penalty or anything else. And I will tell and you, that was a legit
7: call. The game was over. The game no, was it, over. It was a legit call, but and and Bill Polian obviously may have you know a, a little anger directed towards the Patriots, but yeah. you know he he now works with us at NFL Radio, and he goes, but, let me tell you something. That is a play that is not called without a prior warning. That just doesn't get flagged without some sort of warning, and you know he's not saying it's a conspiracy theory, right. but you know that play does determine the outcome of that football game, and he thought the officials did a bad job in that situation.
2: Yeah, but they—they they, by by they the got book. It right, they got by it right. The book that's what they go well by the book. It says rule so and so. He was and he didn't even realize it because I saw the uh, the NFL uh, the, the Showtime right, show right, 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 right. where they had him mic'd, and he went over. He said, "Was I offside?" Right. He didn't even realize. And you, but you got to look down the line of scrimmage and know where it is, even though there's no line there that they see. I'm not giving them a pass. No, I know. But but,
7: but sometimes it would be, hey, you know, D, back up, back up a foot. You know, right. th- there would be a warning
2: before they flag it the next time you do it. And then that play turns into an interception and, and a kneel down situation, and the game's over. And again, I'm not rooting for either side. I, you know, I did pick the Chiefs, but that's not. I'm not bitter, or broken. I didn't bet on it. No, I, I picked think the you Chiefs. You got to
7: get it right. I picked the Chiefs, and I am bitter and broken. So <laughs> you and I are different. Yeah, I'm bitter and broken about the whole thing. You hate the Patriots? No, 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 no. I don't hate the Patriots. It's hard to hate do, the Patriots. Who do you hate,
2: really? I mean, when you think of it, who do you really hate? Um, Let's get it all out on the table here. This is radio. It's hard.
7: I work on NFL radio. You know, I grew up a Giants fan. Right. Read into that. I'm not a big fan of the Redskins. Not a big fan of the Eagles, although now I have visited the Eagles the last couple of years of training camp, and it's hard not to like some. Yeah, many guys they're likable guys. Doug Peterson and Wentz and you know, Nick Foles. Yeah, who's they're, nicer they're, than Wick? They're, they're all
2: Wolfs. good guys, right? So you know, sometimes you soften your your hatred for these teams, but but somebody, but it's a sports hate. That's yeah. what I because right. the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys because right. I'm an Eagle hate. fan. Right, but I don't hate the Hugh. Michael Irvin's one of my good friends. Troy Aikman. All these guys are great guys who are great players, Correct. Hall of Famers.
7: So, so here's the thing. I had a sports hate as a kid, as a Giants fan. Who my, The Giants were awful. Right. So I also liked the Vikings, the purple people leaders with Alan Page and those exactly. guys. I hated the Steelers. And all my kids who are now hating the Patriots because they're boring and they go back every year, I said, you're going to hate them now? But the same way 30 years later I talk about the Steelers with reverence Lambert and Mean Joe Green and yeah, Bradshaw, yeah. you're going to be telling your grandchildren and your children living through
3: this time, which will never be duplicated. I agree. That's the thing is, think, I think a majority of people spend so much time hating everything they're seeing and, and, and just, like, turning their nose to it instead of stopping and realizing what you are watching and appreciate because you may never see it again. Yeah,
7: right. But we can't.
3: I hate no, I know things. we can't. I know we can't. We can't. That's the we problem. Can't. I know Listen, we can't. I really hate all this hate, man. I mean,
2: it's just... Not me. I actually appreciate. I embrace it. the hate. You embrace that, hate. Yeah,
7: I embrace the hate because isn't that's that a show on ESPN in the morning? <laughs> embrace the hate. <laughs> embrace. The hate. If not, it will be starting Monday. <laughs> we should call this show "Embrace the Hate." <laughs> yeah, they, you just gave them another idea. Or a hater's gonna uh, hate. Because everything wanna. they roll out is just gold, Tony. It's just it's gold. No. And <laughs> and I, I, you know embrace I come here and I get myself hate. fired, but. That's I hate sp- hate. That's what sports fans do. There's nothing wrong with it. I know. That's that's what makes us fans. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't hate something, you wouldn't love something. Exactly. Then you'd be like, eh, hey, it's fine. You know, hate is good, as long as it's not... You know, like, directed with, like, the way people do on Twitter with actual threats, yeah. which I find to be absurd. I it's do, too. It's okay to root against and hate a team. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate you, but I love you at the right. same time. Not, you haven't threatened me yet. And there's nothing to threaten anymore because no, no. what are you going to do? <laughs> the man's house burned out. <laughs> what what do you do else do? you want yeah, yeah, do to do to the guy? to burn my house so down. No, literally,
2: literally, I need an update on the house. So, so when? How soon can you know, you're obviously living somewhere else in an apartment or something, Right. Where are you living? I'm in a storefront. Exactly. <laughs> well, other than that, I mean I mean, here. I'm talking about when you go back to New York. I, I have
7: family that lives in New York. They've been kind enough to take us in in the short term. Well, I
2: think <laughs> they're getting ready to. So your family hasn't abandoned you after all these years in the broadcast not, medium. Not yet, but but like most of my jobs, they're ready to jettison
7: me. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we're in the process of looking for some place to go in, in the short term. Then... So if you're
2: in the New York metropolitan area, uh, yeah. Chapp- Chappaqua yes. adjacent. Well, why don't you give out the address? <laughs> no, but Chappaqua, because Chappaqua is a three-block street. Yeah, yeah. Chappaqua adjacent. Yes. You, preferably in Nassau County. M- uh, Nassau County is on Long Island. I know, but yeah. I, I, maybe you want to get a little further away from the city. No, my parents live on Long Island. Okay. I, can't, yeah, I can't go back. Beth Page, maybe. Uh, no, no, so, no. Westchester. I know where Westchester, Westchester is. That's where the chief John there. Martin lives. He lives up in... Uh, exactly. What's the name? White Plains. Exactly. That area. I know the New Ch- York. yeah. yeah. You think I am some schlob who's never well, traveled? Well, you're sending me back to the island where I grew up. Yeah, but I figure all Jews eventually want to go back to Long Island. <laughs> no, Miami. Well, Not that island. too. Yeah, the it's peninsula. The peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> <No> peninsula. <laughs> where else are you getting this on Radio Row? Luckily, <laughs> probably nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> With good fortune, yeah, exactly. nowhere else. You exactly. never break down the tribe and all the other good things about. The Jewish sports heroes, and break it down like when we all do. We all do lists, and like the the uh, the Mount Rushmore of Jewish athletes, and.
7: You know, when I was on Mad Dog Radio, occasionally serious NFL radio is a little different. No, a little I know, it's buttoned a, up. You exactly. know, we, we've got to stay on topic. You know, right. Mad Dog, I would open the show and talk about the bad riot I had on the subway and turn that into four hours. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I would show up and I'd be like, I, I got, I got no material for today. It's, it's July. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you know, so, you
2: know, the yeah. Mets stink. The Yankees yeah. stink.
7: Get into a subway conversation, and boom! Next thing you know, I got four hours. You know, I worked with Bill Pito for a while on Mad Dog. You remember Bill? Of course, we worked yeah. together
2: at ESPN we're, on the we're, Deuce. We're,
7: and and let me tell you something. Bill Pito provided enough content yes. for shows. The man. I'm going to share a story with you about Bill Pito.
2: You know, Bill Pito's on MSG Network. Nick's yeah, Knicks Rangers. Knicks Rangers, but he was at ESPN. He did the updates, and he'd say, we got a developing situation. Exactly. That was him.
7: Exactly. So Bill Pito, who is, and I say this because I love him and we work together, and we did this on the air, so I'm not saying anything out of turn, is one of the most awkward people you'll ever meet. You know, he just does things that he thinks are normal, and then other people go. What are you thinking? So, holiday party at Sirius. Um, not
2: a Christmas party, though.
7: Not a Christmas party. Okay. It's a holiday party. I just want to make sure they're uh, PC over there. So, so we get, you know, they get the sandwiches, and he's got a napkin. All right. And he's got to go to the bathroom. Takes the sandwich into the bathroom. Oh, sets it down on the urinal. No. <laughs> picks it up and finishes the sandwich and thinks that's okay. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable when people bring their beers in and put them on top of you. That's me. That's just me. I totally agree. A little agree Seinfeldish, with you. I know. Maybe I got, that's yeah, the roses. a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, it's a little. But a sandwich, that on, a sandwich thin, crossed the line. on a thin napkin? So the next day, of course, we, we have to ask our listeners whether or not this is acceptable behavior. <laughs>
2: and when you don't have a show planned, it's a perfect four hours. It's not acceptable in Biafra if you're going to do that. How would it be acceptable? <laughs> no matter acceptable?
1: how hungry you are, <laughs> <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> there are just certain things
5: you do not do.
2: How about that for a good Piafra drop? (laughs) How many people can go that deep when breaking down people who don't have food and will do anything to find food as opposed to rich people who are not rich, but people who are well-off? have a great career and a great life, taking a sandwich in a toilet and a urinal and putting it on top with a one-piece napkin.
7: Right, and I'm not an advocate of wasting food, but in that situation, go out and get a new sandwich. The food was not going fast. Or
5: how about this? Leave the sandwich. Don't bring it in with you in the first place. Well,
7: well that, that's the whole point. His, his acceptance of that being... Okay, socially, yeah. You know, right. Like just, he didn't even think twice about it. He just walked in and dropped
2: it on the. <laughs> Whenever I, when Robin and I are traveling, we're in an airport. I got to go to the bathroom. I leave my briefcase. I don't even take my yeah. briefcase into the
3: bathroom. Remember, when you go into a restroom, you don't you, you don't bring anything in. You leave things in right. the restroom. You know what I mean? Exactly.
7: Right. And I have that same neurosis. I will wheel it and I'll I'll leave it by the door so I can see it. Right. right. But I don't want it. I don't not pulling that thing into the bathroom. No.
2: Right. You know how much you know how much matter is in the air. <laughs> You know what's <laughs> floating around in there?
3: Well, I mean, let's. Get I don't mean that. down there. But, but, I mean up in the air. But you really got to get into it, though. What kind of sandwich was it?
7: You know, it's it a long matter. time ago. It was, you know, I think, you know, to make it worse, I think it was
3: some sort of soft mayonnaise sandwich, maybe uh, like tuna salad, which uh, would make
2: it worse, right?
3: yeah because you know the elements and the fragments that are near the, they the whole adhere thing. to the mayo. that's why it is I mean yeah. I thought maybe this was some sort of a high mayonnaise mix. is Dry bad egg. enough
2: yeah maybe. because you know if it's if it, you know it's made with eggs and if it's sitting out you don't know that's why I never when I go to a place and there's a mayonnaise bowl I ain't
3: going anywhere near that no, maybe Robin would have appreciated the fact if it was like some sort of an expensive locks or something like that I mean, maybe at that point
5: nope
2: no nope. Cap, no, no right. cap, no uh no. no schmears no uh Kippered salmon and Ooh, Kippert salmon. Uh, no, and, that's and you good. know why?
5: why? I've actually brought a black light into a restroom at the ha- I, like somebody's home before Ooh. my own home, and you can see what happens in a private home. I can even imagine even what happens in uh, a yeah. urinal where people have been drinking and guys like are. I'm so a glad total they fixed mess.
2: the Penn Station bathrooms. Now I feel perfectly comfortable. Now that they redid <laughs> Penn Station in New York. And now I'll bring a sandwich in there just to prove how clean it is and what a great job they've done.
7: You know, you know, it was in Seinfeld, but you know, George was always the neurotic, you know, yes. guy with the bathrooms. And I think he was onto something. It's never been done, but he knew where all the good bathrooms were in New York City. Yep. yep. I think that's an app. That's a, that's an app idea right there. You know, locate where you
2: are and
5: yeah. Well, if the San bathrooms. Francisco can have the human excrement app, then New oh, York yeah. can have the the clean bathroom, clean bathroom, bathroom, yeah. bathroom app. Yeah. They
2: tell you where to park in New York. There's a parking app. They got everything. Exactly. I will, I we got, did. We have broken it all meanwhile. down. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, yes.
5: <laughs> you know, you're actually ending the show for us today. Oh, we yes? are.
7: Yeah, yeah, we're closing. Yes. We,
2: we got to go. When are we out of time? No, you can bring the house. We do whatever we want here. We you the house I need a, f- a strong, fi- a strong finish here, Bruce. Uh, Bruce I, I, Murray I, I, from Sirius XM NFL Radio. I'm out of material.
7: We gotta go. I got to go. I got one more pedo story. What is another good because p- story. Is it, people, does it
2: involve food in and urinals?
7: It, it and, involves food. It involves okay. food. Great pizza place down the block on 49th Street in Manhattan. Ray's? Not the original I, no, Ray's. It, it was, <laughs> I, I'm not going to give the name because I think they moved. One of the best pizza places in New York City. You know, everybody always thinks it's the Greek best. Was it Greek or an Italian joint? No, it was Italian. Okay. It's Italian. Everybody thinks it's the best You know, pizza. Ray's, you can walk in anywhere and get a great slice. It's I like, agree. you know, a cheesesteak in Philadelphia, et cetera. Right. So there was a great pizza place down the block. They get closed down by the Board of Health. Okay. They're shut down for about a month. They find, and we used to go there every Friday after the show, kind of recap the week, have some laughs, et cetera. They finally reopened. Bill walks in, sees our buddy behind the counter, and goes, hey, when did you guys reopen? What happened to the Board of Health? To a full restaurant. Oh. To,
5: oh. To,
7: to a full restaurant of tourists. <laughs> we when actually,
2: did you get open? Did they get those rats out of here
7: or what? We
5: actually have a, a rat story, New York rat story. Yes. We were going up for the Oberman Avenue. Show. 8th Avenue,
2: 8th Avenue, So we were going up every station.
5: week for the Oberman Show, and uh-huh. we would stay over Friday night, and then Saturday we would go back on the train. Right. So every Saturday morning we would go... Back by, I think it was a Dunkin Donuts. It was Donuts. a Dunkin
2: Donuts on 8th Avenue. And Tony would go corner. in
5: and he would get coffee. And,
2: and i get coffee and i get like a croissant with egg and cheese, you know. Right. Well,
5: one night, we we are there at a different time. So we're walking by that same Dunkin Donuts at night, not when it's open. And it's there's a glass window that looks into all of the bread racks in the back. The bagel racks yeah, you yeah, can yeah, see. Right there, yeah, yeah. The ba- everything that you can see. And... Tony and I are looking at it, and you can see like five or six rats just wandering around. And so we've we he took video of it. Well, we were planning on posting it ourselves, but that very next day it got closed down. So obviously we were not the only ones.
2: Yes.
7: And you're here to tell about
2: it. Yeah, and That's again, the key. despite we're the public servants, I'm trying to help. So then I walk by, and then we see that it's closed with the Board of Health, and I'm like, I had how many egg and cheese sandwiches <laughs> in that place? How many times, of <laughs> i
4: tabula, I'm a Yes, Oy. it wasn't. Oy.
2: What's her name? You know, Lydia, Lydia Bastian. Bastiani. Lydia Bastian. You know Lydia Bastian? Have you uh, been to her new uh, restaurants I in have New York? Not. no, no, no. What do they call? She's got a whole bunch of them it's i don't know what it the I don't it's know. lydia's restaurant. She's on like public television she's like a i don't have a
7: television something, anymore something table. you know the house down yeah, yeah. tony tony i have nothing i have no <laughs> possessions no Isn't tv Isn't like
5: lydia's table or something like yeah. that
2: no that's her tv show but she's all got right. restaurants with good names and good food and overpriced wine but i yes. have to
5: tell you i have to pee again so we, we all really all have to all right, we're going to we go, gotta go.
2: <laughs> i got to go do my madden simulation now yes did you see that thing over I there i did not see it no there's like 50 cameras and it scans you and then you become a 3D hologram.
5: Why do you keep starting to talk about something new when okay, we already I just wanted established to tell Bruce that we have to go? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm in really time.
2: interested. I was in the game, <laughs> and that's why I should be in a damn uh, yeah. damn thing. Bruce, good to see you, brother. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'll see oh, you next year. The, yeah, if you need me to come up and do some work around the you remodel around the and, house? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you need help, don't go hire some, like, shady contractor. No, hire you. Because what's-his-name's no longer on in New York. Uh, what's the guy in Bill? Uh, Meanwhile, <laughs> the, the, what's the guy who used to do? I'm uh, something, 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 and I'm on your side. Remember that guy? Oh
7: yeah, yeah. On, uh, so, 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 was it Sue on your side? What was it? Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, there was there a guy who yeah, was a sweaty yeah, guy.
2: Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I gotta eat something. Can you now. wrap
7: this up because Seriously. everybody
2: wants to go? Seriously, know, we're Sinatra. Him food, so my we, we're food, so we're hoping that that's All yeah. Right, yeah. Bruce, get out. in your mouth. Let me just say this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Murray. the next time you see him, just remember to say, "Get out, get out." Exactly. good to see you, man. In the meantime, that's going to do it from Radio Row. How many guests did we have today?
3: Uh, a lot, Tony.
5: A lot. That's not about an eight. Answer. About eight. No, it's more than eight.
3: About eight or nine. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, you know what? Schle- Schlevers was a double up. No, we had at least and 11. And Hodge wasn't on. I didn't see Hodge. I didn't have him on top Count them down, Robin. Three,
4: four, five, six. I like 11 seven, guests. eight.
2: And it wasn't quantifying, Nine, nine, nine right?
5: 10, 11. again. Oh, 11, 11 11. again. 11, 11 again.
2: You're not getting that on Sirius and not Seriously Sinatra because everybody on that channel Anybody dead. And I love Frank Sinatra. You're not getting that on NFL radio on Sirius XM with Bruce Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not, getting, we're not getting to the bathroom anytime soon either. Come on. Jesus. In the meantime, keep looking out on our Patreon feeds, Instagram, Tony Bruno Show, TonyBrunoShow.com. I got to go eat. Let's go eat. We'll see you tomorrow here on Radio Row from Atlanta, Georgia. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt
6: Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform you to listen today.